Multiverse Q, your guide to the comic book multiverse. Down podcast form. I'm Luke. I'm Devin. And we're... Back in action. In the same room. What? It's like a crossover episode. Do you know what else is like a crossover episode? Uh, an Adventure Time and Simpsons crossover? Yeah. And also... Potentially Lego Dimensions. That hmm. will happen. Yeah. Well, they also announced those Adventure Time Lego sets today. Though they're weird because they're not actually like Lego sets. Little minifigures, yeah. yeah. I saw them and I was just like, at first I got excited and then I was like, oh, no, I actually don't care. But yeah, you know, it's actually <laughs> a crossover what? we're covering We're covering this week. Archie meets the Punisher slash... The Punisher meets Archie. 48 pages with no ads. Oh. Well, the one that I wrote is 48 giant pages, but it has an ad in the front and the Ooh, back. Ooh, look at you. I don't mm-hmm. have to deal with that ad crap. <laughs> it's the crossover you've been dreading. Uh, it's the team-up you thought would never happen. Archie and the Punisher wish you were right. I knew there'd be a chaperone, but this is ridiculous. I'm Archie, and I have a crosshairs over my face. <laughs> it's interesting the slight differences between the printings of the book. Like, they do both have ordering sheets in here. Yeah. And they also have, like, opening messages from the two, like, editors. And then yours has, like, the sketch page of the uh, Your Punisher, other cover in the yeah, back. Yeah, the Archie needs Punisher cover. Does yours have a sketch page? Nope. Ooh, you do not. Nope. You don't get to see what the glorious cover of this one is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, we are really excited. And you get cross-arm, cross-arm Punisher. <laughs> yeah. Throwing shade. But uh, the issues were written by... Well, it's the same issue with two different titles. It was written by Batten Lash. With, with John Buscema drawing the Punisher work and Stan Goldberg drawing the Archie work with Tom Palmer inking both of them and like that inking work is fantastic mm-hmm. uh, Barry Grossman doing the colors and Jack Morelli doing the letters and this is in a question mark universe because I don't necessarily think that it falls into the other Marvel DC crossover universe that exists no, I wouldn't say so but this actually leads into the two Punisher Batman crossovers that happen later on. Oh, really? Yeah, because on the final page he says he goes into Gotham. And so eventually we'll get to those crossovers. Yay! Just like that Batman Spider-Man book I found. Yes. Or like some of the other really famous ones, like there's the really good Teen Titans and X-Men crossover. Mm Mm-hmm. Which established that universe. And then the crossover Legend of All Spider-Man versus Superman. Mm-hmm. So, there are lots of enjoyable stories. And then Spider-Man Red Sonia, which I enjoyed. Yeah, lots of stuff we will eventually get to. And normally we take notes on the stories, and this time we really didn't have the time because I'm getting ready to move, and Devin had to travel back to Ohio. So, if I it's... I literally just read this issue, and now we're doing it. Yeah, same with me. Had you not read it yet? No. Oh, okay. I assumed you read it when you bought it. No. I, I, I wanted to wait for you, Devin. Oh, thank you. I wanted to share the experience with you. 
But we start off with the Punisher chasing a mysterious figure into Union Station. We learn that the Punisher is at war with the Tsar. Yes. And the mysterious figure is a red-headed, buck-toothed boy. Or man. His age is sort of undiscernible, though he... I'm assuming he's a man. Yeah, like, he's somewhere in his 20s. But it's also Archie, so it's not necessarily defined. And he's heading to Riverdale. We then cut over to Riverdale, where Archie is going to meet his friend with question mark relationship, Veronica, when her cousin Leroy drenches him with a squirt gun. So in return, he drenches Leroy and also Veronica on accident. Which means that she doesn't want to go with him to the 50s sock hop, which is a great way of explaining why Archie is dressed like he was in the 50s, along with everyone else. They try to pretend that that's just not how they dress casually every day. Mm-hmm. And meanwhile, two mysterious figures, Binky and Buzzy, are tailing after him, thinking that he is someone else. Possibly the mysterious train man. Elsewhere at Pep Comics, the Punisher is getting information out of... Pep. Yeah, I said Pep. Out of, uh... A man he is trying to find out about. Yeah, he's getting information out of Pep. Oh, I'm just going to assume that Batman's name is Pep. Okay. Because that is a name that most adult males have. I do also love how this chapter is called Shtick to Your Guns. Mm-hmm. Uh, good times. But he is looking into Mel J, a.k.a. Montana Bob, a.k.a. Freckles, currently known as the Red Fever. And he's trying to get information... From, well, he also calls the guy Pinky. And uh, Punisher is traveling with his good friend Microchip. With his fantastic 80s mullet. And his even better Punisher van as they head into Riverdale. Which I'll say, it's the one thing I'm a little sad that this book was written in the 90s and not the 80s. I do miss the go-go boots. Oh, Gwen Stacy and her go-go boots. Well, Punisher and his go-go boots. Mm-hmm. And back at Lodge Manor, Hiram Lodge is introducing his daughter Veronica to the mysterious new Melvin J., the youngest rising entrepreneur in the country, chairman of the board of Pulaski Pharmaceuticals. And Veronica is into him just because she can get back to Archie mm-hmm. that way. And Hiram likes him because he's a rich man. And Melvin J. is the mysterious person who the Punisher and everyone else seems to be after. Called the Red Fever. Mm-hmm. And when Veronica's cousin comes back, he basically threatens him because he is not Archie. And so as Punisher and Microchip roll into Riverdale, they see how bucolic it is. And it's like, this is what your life could have been, Frank. Except, well, depending on your Punisher choice. And so they start to look around for the town. Meanwhile, Archie and his good pal Jughead are in Pop's diner. Some sketchy-ass looking dudes are like, yo, we're taking you, Archie. And they also say that they are with the government. Which is why Archie is 
more than happy to go with them, along with Jughead, because it's a matter of national security. And Pops, if you squeal about this, your ass is going to be audited. And Pops knows that he's been cooking the books, and he cannot afford to have something like that happen. Pops is sketchy as hell. How do you think he can afford those cheap burgers? Do you think he is going back in time? Like, Time Franco? Potentially. Did you watch Time Franco? No. It was interesting. Yeah, so as Archie and Jughead are getting put into the back of a car, Punisher and Microchip see this, and they recognize them as members of a rival gang who want to likely get rid of the Red Fever, otherwise he could snitch on all of them. Meanwhile, at the Riverdale 1950s sock hop, Archie and Melvin pull up, where they run into Reggie and Betty, and luckily no. at this point in the game Reggie has not accidentally killed Jughead's dog <laughs> that's a story for a different podcast yes well there are a lot of weird Archie what if stories that we could probably do if we wanted to expand into Archie what ifs we totally could and I mean there's also uh, the what's been I'm still waiting for the Sabrina Oh, to come out. Well, they just fit, got the last issue of what will be the first trade. Yeah, I've been waiting yeah, for it. It's it, just like I want to read it because <laughs> I want a good horror comic, and everyone says so. Surprisingly, Supreme is actually like the scariest comic being published right now. It's spooky, Yuki. But yeah, so Reggie immediately gets his life threatened by Melvin. Meanwhile, as Jughead and Archie are in the back of the car. The Punisher shows up, and I love how both Archie and Jughead are aware of who the Punisher is. Oh, yeah. Like, it, it, it leads to a well-developed universe. Well, I mean, there was newspapers publishing about how he was mm-hmm. in a war with the Tsar. That Punisher is at a war with the Tsar. And Punisher is able to knock them out of the car, so he with his gun up to Archie's face. Meanwhile... As Josie and the Pussycats prepare to play. Josie and the Pussycats. Long tails and ears for hats. I don't know the rest of the words, but. Something, 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 something. You. Yes. A mysterious band man, a mysterious person working on the sound equipment, recognizes Melvin. As Svensson is told to unlock the doors for the caterers. Svensson is the guy who Chip Zdarsky wants to play in the Riverdale TV show. Hashtag Zdarsky for Svensson. And Mr. Weatherby is also there as well. Meanwhile, Melvin is trying to get with uh, Veronica and he's being a total creep. And Betty is worried about Archie so she gives a call. And that's when uh, Scooter, the mysterious band roadie, He's able to make his call with a hot tip. And there's a surprise guest for Josie and the Pussycats, but unfortunately, we never know who it is. No, they reveal that. Do they? Yeah. It's the 1950s crooner. Oh, okay. We cut back to the Punisher and Archie staring down at one another, and the Punisher is able to tell that Archie is not the Red Fever. Uh, As more criminals shoot up, the Punisher gets distracted, so Archie is able to run away and beat Jughead in the sewers. Oh, it should probably also be noted at some point 
that the Punisher is under strict instructions from the federal government yes. to bring back the Red Fever alive. Yes. Because when I first heard about this title, it's just like... Why, why isn't everyone not getting murdered? Well, that's the thing. It's just like... Well, he tries to not kill the innocents. Yeah, but if he thinks... No, but if he thinks that Archie yeah. is just the Red Fever from a yeah. distance, he could just put a bullet in Archie's head. Yeah. That is... That, that the is story's what, done. Yep. And so... Archie and Jughead end up running to the police, but because Archie has accidentally snitched on so many other people in the past... Including an undercover police officer. Yeah. There's an investigation that just went down the toilet. And his own dad. Oh, for, yeah. for climbing in the window. That one I feel like is at least more believable, though. Mm-hmm. For a scared little kid like Archie. Well, he was like 16 or 17. Yeah. He's America's favorite teenager. Oh, exactly. And so they end up getting a police escort over to the dance because that's the one place the Punisher would never think to look for them. Meanwhile, I love all the mobsters are meeting in the car. The car is just like absolutely filled with smoke. But uh, they are in town and they're worried because the Punisher is there, even though he is after the Red Fever. And it turns out that the Punisher and Microchip are listening in on them. And they also find out that Red is at the dance, and that's when the police officers show up, and Punisher knocks both of them out, because they illegally parked in front of an old woman's house, and so the Punisher just lays them out flat, and the old woman's like, Ooh. She is hiding. Yep. She's like, oh no, the Punisher's gonna come and murder me. Well, I'm with the Punisher. I am too. It's also what I love about the arts, like how well they like meld these arts together. Because the old woman is drawn in the style of Archie, while the Punisher is drawn in your typical Punisher style. Yeah, and I feel like some of the other renderings where each one of them like takes a shot at the others. I give a lot of credit to the inkers. Oh, the inker. Yes. And I do love that one panel of just. When you just see like the little slits of like their eyes as they're both just like staring <laughs> at each other. Yeah. And uh, so Archie and Jughead are dropped off at the party, and Archie is trying to warn them that he's dangerous to be around, but no one's really listening to him. And meanwhile, Jughead thinks that the uh, Punisher is still after Archie, and then he's like, "Oh wait, no, no, he's after the guy who looks like Archie." I love how they mention how Moose is just a really big fan of Punisher. Mm-hmm. Because that's a very Moose thing to do. And meanwhile, Frank Castle has broken into the school. And, like, I love I love this reading from uh, Frank's war journal when he breaks into the school. Can't remember last time I was in school with no bars on the windows, dilapidated classrooms. However, did notice... Riverdale was not without its share of graffiti. And there's a heart with uh, Betty Cooper and Archie Andrews initials through it on Betty's locker. And then Punisher just looks over at Assignment and says, it's up to you to keep oh, Riverdale I, clean. I agree. <laughs> oh, it's, it's fantastic. And so he gets in and we cut back to the gym. And it is Dino Manelli, one of the top crooners of the 1950s, who was a special guest. And then there's also that panel with uh, Millie the model and uh, Caddy, who I don't know her name, but she's the equivalent. Uh, also, Patsy Walker and uh, Hetty Wolf show up. 
and they're talking about like how they used to get fashion suggestions in the mail. And also there's the, so I asked the doctor, the hosts of Hoggoth are, were really hoary. So it's a lot of fun. And uh, Melvin is trying to get too fresh with uh, Veronica, so she's uh, luckily saved by Principal Weatherby, who tries and breaks him up. And so Melvin pulls her away. And meanwhile, Weatherby's noticing that uh, the caterers aren't really doing their job because the caterers have been replaced by... The evil mobsters. Mm-hmm. And all those cute little caterers are all tied up in the back. And that's when the Punisher comes in, and he is confused with the new physical education coach. And he is also totally getting macked on by Miss Grundy. Pretty hot. Mm-hmm. And he does introduce himself as Frank Castiglione. But I ship that couple. And... Like, moments later after he leaves, that's when the new physical ed teacher, who's an old drunk guy, shows up. And, uh... And Miss Grumman is not too pleased and <laughs> yeah. thinks that he's a liar. He this man. Yeah. I want Frank Castiglione. And that's when uh, Melvin notices the Punisher, so he pulls out a gun and starts moving Veronica further out of there. And so when Archie is trying to find what happened to Veronica, he sees the Punisher, and he also sees... Veronica being moved away by Melvin. And so he has Betty go tell Principal Weatherby. And Archie goes to call the cops with Jughead's suggestion of using another name. Principal Weatherby is too distracted by the orders being supplied to him by one of the mobsters to notice anything going wrong. I love how it's like, you're going to eat lead, punk. <laughs> and Weatherby is just looking at the orders. And so Archie is calling 911. And that's when the Punisher starts, like, getting into a fight, guns start shooting. They notice that the Punisher was wearing Kevlar armor, which uh, Dilton Doily, who's the resident genius, is able to get, like, the exact specs about that. Mm -hmm. Thin, flexible, yet it protects him from an onslaught of bullets. <laughs> and so the shootout starts with uh, Microchip pulling a gun out on Red, but he gets decked out by Moose. Who likes like? What? Who likes Ike? Yeah. Moose likes Ike. <laughs> he does. <laughs> and he had confused Archie and Melvin. And so as the fight is escalating, Archie's accidentally taking out mobsters. The new coach tries to knock out the Punisher, but just slips. And so one of the uh, caterer mobsters has a knife to Archie's throat. So Punisher ends up throwing a cake at his face. Which is just fantastic. And the two shake hands. And there's this just great panel where the Punisher's like, I'm here to see no harm comes to Riverdale. <laughs> and you just see panel. the entirely trashed cafeteria. Knocked out bodies just like lying all over t like t tables. <laughs> mm -hmm. And we then cut to the parents who are having a moral panic with the police officers. Like, they're trying to figure out what to do. And Hiram Lodge finds out that his daughter is being ransomed. And he decides that he'd rather just pay the Punisher to save his daughter. And back at Pops, we have Archie giving a uh, war journal-type entry. <laughs> and he's trying to be brooding. And that's when we 
get more of the information about how he's working with the feds and all of that stuff. And uh, Betty just snaps out of it because he was trying to be too intense. And they get uh, the ransom call from Veronica. And she gives a clue that he's not full of hot air. And Archie's able to figure out that they are at the building where they are holding the balloons for the 4th of July. And meanwhile, Melvin is in there. He's got Veronica held hostage. And when he turns on the lights, he notices all the balloons. And he's able to figure out that she was giving a clue. And he's ready to shoot her, but that's when the Punisher shows up. And Red thinks that he is still too valuable to be shot. And Punisher's like, Oh, remember that little weird roadie that no one seemed to understand? Scooter. Well, he just totally turned himself into the feds, boy. He's given up all the information. Now no one cares if you live or die. And it's weird how your Punisher is weirdly Texan. <laughs> and that's when the rest of the gang and microchips show up. Red starts shooting, and Veronica's able to trip Red. A bullet ricochets off the ground, hits a balloon covering up the Punisher, and sending Archie careening forth in a basket that he had jumped into, hitting Red and knocking off his wig, revealing that he's bald like a Lex Luthor type. Mm-hmm. But uh, Red ends up uh, opening up the door to the roof on accident, getting his foot trapped in one of the balloon ropes. And as the balloon starts lifting off, it's one of the, uh, I believe that's the S.H.I.E.L.D. who is one of the uh, Archie comic heroes. It starts lifting him off. And uh, we end with this great Punisher line. War Journal Entry 06794. Conclusion. Let Quarry slip away. First time for everything, I suppose. I did promise Uncle Sam I'd let Quarry live. They want him, they can get him. I can hear the choppers now. And if the Quarry escapes, what can he do? His empire is ruined, the other mobs are after him, and best of all, he'll live in fear of me. Psychological warfare? For this time, why not? Everything else about this case was unprecedented in my war journal. And so we then have Betty's journals. She is wrapping up everything and recapping what was going on. Punisher. And she basically flat out said that if the Punisher was bad, as most people think, he would have shot Archie for being super annoying. <laughs> yep. And meanwhile, Miss Grundy shows up and presents Frank with a Riverdale Letterman's jacket, and he gives her a kiss goodbye and says, Thank you, but I doubt I'll ever forget. And Jughead gives Microchip a bag of hamburgers for the trip. And they leave for their next stop, Gotham City. And meanwhile, the last two panels are fantastic. Yep. But when I think of all the circumstances that brought Frank to Riverdale, it was either the most incredible coincidence of history, or maybe, just maybe, it really is a small world. This is who I'm supposed to be afraid of. Cerebro says you're the most dangerous mutant alive. If that's the case, I'm going to have to find out what you're made of, Bob. And we end with Wolverine's claws going through a picture of Jughead in a crown. Maybe that's also that great picture of me of Wolverine as he caresses that photo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, such a good comic. Yeah, that was good. Uh, so we're going to figure out how good it is, though. 
as we open up Trials of the Multiverse. Are we going top ten? I want to go top ten. I go top ten. Okay. Is it better than Venom plus the Punisher? I think so. I think so. I think it's better than Squadron Supreme. Yep. Better than Tony Stark Sorcerer Supreme. Yep. Better than Reed Kills the Illuminati. Mm-hmm. Better than Prince of Arachne. Yep. Better than Spider-Man Loves Mary Jane. Mm, we're starting to get a little toss-up here. Yeah. It did a lot with a few pages. With yeah. less pages. Uh, I think the ending was stronger than Daredevil End of Days, but I don't think it's better than Punisher Killed Daredevil. No. So, like, our new four spot? Yeah. So, Earth, question mark, Punisher slash Archie. Yeah, that was damn yeah, good. Punisher. So, Devin, what are we covering next week? We'll be covering the big hit Marvel teen series, Heroes. And by big hit Marvel teen series, you mean the series that was presumably a maxi series that got shortened down to four issues yep yeah uh this week i'm not entirely sure if we'll have a full image gallery or not you'll be able to tell on the website i guess and then the weekend after that we'll be doing our suicide squad convergence episode and then we'll be getting down into our house of m month in august uh we don't have any new reviews for this week and we don't have any emails or questions. Oh, yeah, our podcast. Mm-hmm. Come on, guys. Don't you love us anymore? Don't you want us to answer questions for you? Uh, but Multiversal Q is a weekly podcast. You can find more out about it at multiversalq.com. We also have a Twitter, a Tumblr, Libsyn, SoundCloud, iTunes. We have a Patreon where you get bonus content. And we should also be theoretically doing a bonus episode with Shannon sometime soon. So there's that coming up. Question mark. Yeah, I need to lay out the time with her. And uh, yeah, I'm going to be at Wizard World Columbus the weekend of the 30th. So if you're going to be in Columbus, stop on by and you can get a copy of Heroes International number 1, the book that I wrote. And, uh, Devin, where can people find you online? You can find me at Twitter at Fred Ofet, that's F-R-E-D-D-O-F-E-T-T. And Luke, where can people find you? You can find me online at Coltreg, that's K-O-L-T-R-E-G. Thank you for listening to this week's episode, and we will see you next week. Mm-hmm. This one's... For Hank. Peace. Hey.